Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. Don't follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me at Strict Anonymous if you want to be on the show. It's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody remains anonymous on my show. If you have an interesting, naughty, true story, true life story that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, you could be on the show. Either go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and click on be on the show, or send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com, and give me some information on what you want to talk about. Now, listen, if you want to be a part of my confessions episodes, which this is a confessions episode, and you want to hear my two cents on your confession... (laughs) You could call my confessions hotline. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You have four minutes to leave a message. If you need longer, just call back. I change all the voices on the confessions as well. If they don't make it onto an episode, they all get posted on my Patreon. Now, my Patreon is a great place to join now because for only $5 a month, you get access to all the anonymous confessions, plus all my episodes early and ad-free, plus you get all the hot picks of all of the girls that have been on my show and some guys that have been on my show, anonymous picks, plus the best thing you get that everyone's signing up for is access to my Discord. There's over 2,000 people on there and they're all getting super naughty. It's becoming like the Craigslist that doesn't exist anymore (laughs) because people are like hooking up. It's like-minded people because they all listen to my show and they're all in there and they're having titties Tuesdays. And like I said, people are hooking up. They're emailing me and telling me that I don't take part in my discord, but all the listeners do. If you sign up, you could go there. You are allowed to post pics, videos, all kinds of good stuff on discord. And you get all of that. Like I said, on my Patreon access to my discord, the pics, the confessions. I do Q and A's. You get all the episodes early and ad free all for $5 a month. Now, listen, Patreon does this weird new thing where they offer like a free sign up thing. There's nothing for free on Patreon. People are going over there and they're signing up for like the free membership and there's nothing available there. Everything on my Patreon, the lowest tier is the $5 tier. And for $5 tier, it's like you're getting so much stuff, all the stuff that I told you about. The free tier gets you nothing. I don't know why they implemented this new thing. It's something new and so many people are going there and signing up and then they're probably like, what the fuck? There's nothing even on here. That's because Patreon isn't free. You want to see all my free stuff? It's on my podcast. It's on YouTube. It's on my social media. It's not on Patreon. Patreon is where you get extra stuff, access to my Discord, all the anonymous pics, Q&As, lots of great things. And it's only $5 a month, but there's nothing free. So I don't know why people are going there and signing up for free Patreon. Patreon really mess things up by offering that because I think it's very confusing. But if you go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictlyanonymous podcast and want to get access to all the things I said and pay just $5 a month, it's actually way cheaper than it should be. I should raise it. I keep saying it and I'm, I'm probably going to have to soon. But you could get in now at the $5 a month, patreon.com slash strictlyanonymous podcast. Just make sure you sign up for the $5 tier. It's patreon.com slash strictlyanonymous 
podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Don't sign up for the free membership because you're just going to wind up getting emails from me and every post is going to be locked anyway. So today I have another confessions episode. This one is all about naughty hookups and boy, are they naughty. Each one is just crazier than the next. Like most of the time my critiques come in and the first thing I say is like, oh my God, (laughs) because there's just like crazy. I mean, listen, at this point I've been collecting anonymous confessions for a long time on my phone. I give the shout out to the number. People just call all the time that phone and leave messages. So I have hundreds of them. I picked a bunch of ones that I consider crazy hookups. The first one you're going to hear here is about a bridesmaid's orgy. Okay. There's a, a groom and two bridesmaids and a bartender and they all wind up hooking up and having one big fat orgy like at a strip club or something. They go to a strip club and then they have an orgy. I don't know, but everybody is cheating on everybody and everyone screwed everybody. It was a real true orgy <laughs> and it wasn't supposed to be, okay? This is like the night before the wedding, okay? That confession kicks it off and then we talk to a guy who is very down with letting his very well-hung friend bang his wife. He's very enthusiastic about doing it and what he loves about it. You got to hear his confession. And then you hear about a young guy. I mean, he's not young anymore, but when he was younger, he used to go to adult bookstores. And one time he went in and hooked up with an older couple. Now he's very into older chicks, but he talks very explicitly about exactly what went down with that couple. And he crossed a lot of lines, let me tell you. So you got to listen to his. It's like explicit, like I said. And then after his, we talk to, oh my gosh, this is like one of the craziest stories. This is like a Craigslist story. And I have to tell you, I know that this shit goes out in Craigslist because I used to get all my callers from Craigslist. But there's a guy that calls in and confesses the fact that his wife was working for a lingerie company and used to put on lingerie shows to sell lingerie, but she used to advertise it on Craigslist. And the shit that would go down... He doesn't really talk about anyone buying anything, but that's what she was doing. She was selling it, but other things went down. So you got to hear that whole thing. That's like so true Craigslist. That's like old school Craigslist story. That was fascinating. And then we talked to a teacher called in. She wound up sleeping with one of her students' dad. He wound up having to fist her because they lost something. (laughs) Wait till you hear that story. It's kind of crazy. Then we talked to a guy who screwed his cousin. It's not his blood cousin, but it is his cousin. So people like those kinds of stories. He talks about that, how that went down. Then we talked to about to a guy who has um, some secret guy on guy grinder hookups that he likes to capture on film and then send to artists. There's a whole twist to that one that you just got to listen to. And then we end with a conservative CEO by day, but naughty by night. This is a woman. She's a female CEO. And by day, she runs the fucking company. And at night, she's cheating on her guy with two black guys and she doesn't even know their names. <laughs> And she talks all about it. So anyway, of course, like in my other confessions episodes, I give my critique and opinion after each one. Like I said, most of my critiques and opinions start with, oh my God, because <laughs> these are crazy hookup stories. You're going to enjoy them. They're pretty outlandish and crazy. So I'm going to get right to it and right, be right back on with the first confession. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hello, so I have a confession for you. So I was working at this bar a few years back with a buddy of mine. I 
buddy was about to get married, actually the next day. He was off this night, this day before his wedding, obviously. Showed up with a friend or two friends of his and two bridesmaids. And they were always kind of hanging out and drinking, weird shit and shit, blah, blah, blah. Well, they decided to go to a little strip club at close. And they dragged me along. I'd been there all day long. I was very tired. And I'm all about having fun, partying, blah, blah, blah. But I just wasn't really into it, but I, I went along anyways. Well, so we go to the strip club. I probably spent about two, three hundred dollars just getting shots, drinks, and lap dances. It was like his last night, so we're just having fun. Nothing too crazy. I could tell the girls are good. Both bridesmaids that we were with are both. They're both gorgeous girls, smoking hot, both of them, and both in the industry, both in the bar industry. So we tend to party a little harder, work a little harder, but party a little harder than most. So we decided to go back to the bar after we left the strip club for a nightcap. Well, this turned into girls basically taking their tops off, us taking shots, taking shots, and it turned into a giant fucking orgy. So it was the two girls, me, my buddy that was about to get married the next day, and two other friends, and we just had a giant orgy in this bar. We fucked them left and right, up and down. It was It was bananas. It was a lot of fun. It was crazy, obviously ridiculous considering the weddings the next day. And then both girls were late because they were so fucking drunk and hungover. They're actually late to the wedding showing up the next day. That was definitely interesting sitting there. I was with my girlfriend at the time and just knowing all the debauchery that had taken place the night before, watching everything go on was just the craziest mind fuck. There's definitely more details if you want to hear them, but yeah, that's basically it. I appreciate it. Love the podcast. Holy fucking shit. Now, for all you people who think, oh, this can't be a true story, because I feel like some people would be like, oh, yeah, when does like an orgy just break out? Let me tell you all the time when you're drinking. <laughs> I like back in the day, I have found myself in quote unquote orgies. I don't think you, you, think it's like an orgy at the time like I never thought oh I participated in orgies because this is like friends all hanging out together but everyone's so drunk that everyone just winds up having sex like shit like that goes down in the drinking world so all you non-believers you just didn't hang out in that world okay I don't hang out in that world anymore and I haven't been in an orgy since but I will tell you that when there is a lot of alcohol involved and a lot of hot people young horny people shit goes down this, though, is off the charts because there's a lot of cheating going on. Like, I have my first question would be like, did those bridesmaids fuck their girlfriends, who's the AKA bride, bride's husband? I mean, the groom was there, right? That's what he said. The groom was there, the bridesmaids were there. They all had sex. It was an orgy, which to me means everyone fucked everybody. So, oh my God. And then he says at the end, oh, and my wife, and not my wife, and then my girlfriend was there and it was really awkward. So he cheated on his girlfriend. The groom cheated on his bride, not only cheated on her, cheated on her with her bridesmaids. The bridesmaids cheated on their friend with her husband, as well as with the other guy. And then those bridesmaids probably had boyfriends too. Don't you think? Oh my God. How many cheaters were in this scenario? That could be one of those like math questions. You have two guys and two girls and everyone's taken and in relationships and everyone fucks everyone at an orgy. How many people were cheated on? 
could someone do that math i kind of like want to i love math actually i'm like a problem solver like i feel like actually trying to solve that problem now it is a good question on a math test for grown-ups for grown-ups but anyway what a crazy effing story right and to the next confession hey love the show just want to call in and make my big confession my big confession is that i have a good friend of mine he's a very fit dude just like me He's well hung, just like me. And he comes over and he helps me fuck my wife. We both fuck my wife together. And it's fucking amazing. I never thought I could get into it, but I am amazed at how good it is. Like, just to see my wife so turned on, to see her that overwhelmed, to see her orgasm over and over again, it's incredible. It started out, met him on the site. I went out, I found him. I know what she likes. You know your woman, so I know what my woman likes. We talked, made sure he's a heterosexual dude. He had experience in the lifestyle. And yeah, it just got going, man. There's, there's nothing like, for my wife, there's nothing like seeing her overwhelmed, like having her breasts up, having her breasts up by him while I eat her pussy. When she takes me in her mouth and he first enters her from the back and I'm watching her ass chicken while she's sucking my dick, it's fucking incredible. I wish... I wish I was secure enough to get into this years ago, but this is something that I love doing with my wife, and I love sharing her. Now, I've shared it with several people, actually, but the reality is it's only good when it's someone who knows how to fuck. So I got the one good homeboy. He's the only one. He's the only one that every once in a while we can have our rendezvous, and we just take my wife to the moon. We just blow her world. We make her orgasm over and over. I can't even explain I can't even explain how surprised I am at myself that this would become a thing for me. But that's my big confession, man. You have a great day. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about good effing sex. You know, remember back in the day when you were always rock hard and super ready to go? You want to get back that confidence in bed? Well, then you need to check out Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in a chewable at a fraction of the cost. And the process is super simple. All you got to do is sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you're going to receive your prescription. No having to go to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line. Your prescription is going to be delivered right to your door in a discreet package. Wondering if it works? Don't think you need it? Don't worry. You're going to get to try it for free for a whole month because Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. I've got a special deal for my listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use my code strictlyanon at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code strictlyanon to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And I thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Wow. I low-key love this guy. First of all, he's such a good dirty talker, right? Like, he, oh my God. The way he's explaining it, he gets right to the fucking point. He talks really well. It all spews out of his mouth. And he's so passionate about his having his friend fuck his wife, right? <laughs> That's what I love about him. He's really trying to convey how effing great it is. And when at some point when he's like, oh, and I wish I was more confident to have done this in the past. Like, when was he not confident? He sounds like a really effing confident dude. I have heard this story so many times before. This is a real hot wife kind of situation. Like a lot of guys are in the hot wifing thing and it is really all about 
seeing their girl pleasured like he talks about on this. I mean, that's what those guys that are into it are into. I always say this on my show. I've been doing my show for 10 years and I always had a lot of guy friends. Okay. I always had girlfriends. I'm not just a guy's girl. I'm a girl's girl too, but I've also always had a lot of guy friends and they were always very open with me and told me what they were into, but never once did one guy cop to the fact that he wanted to see his girl get fucked by another guy. Not one. I had one friend who once told me that he met a girl and the way he met her was her, her that girl and her boyfriend picked him up in a bar and brought him back someplace and the guy watched him fuck his girlfriend. And I just thought that was like the craziest thing I ever heard. To me, it was like something that never happened. And it turns out once I started doing my show, and I got one guy call in that talked about how he loved watching his wife get fucked by another guy. It became like the most downloaded story. And then I got so many other guys calling in with the same story. And it turns out it's kind of like a popular thing. I mean, and I don't know how common it is. It's common on my show. Does that mean it's common in the real world? Probably not. Do I think the majority of guys would like that? No, but I think a lot of guys effing like that. And there have been guys on my show too who, like you maybe, if you're thinking I would never share my girl, I've had guys on that said like they never thought they would be into it, but it wound up happening. And when it happened, they realized they were really into it. So you never say never. You don't know. It's like a weird thing. I Like I said, I was shocked that this was something that a lot of guys were into because no one talked about it. But I think people are talking about it more now. Now, I don't know if that's because I live in my show and this is what I do and this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> But I got to tell you, even if a lot of guys aren't doing it, a lot of guys are listening to stories about it because they, my hot wife episodes happen to be my most highly downloaded episodes. The hot wifing ones are a big hit. It's hot wife and cuckold or hot wife and stag. Some guys want to watch. Some guys want to participate. Some guys want to be hiding in the closet. Oh my God, I have some fucking funny stories. Some funny hot wifing stories from the bull's perspective. So the guy in this story, his friend would be the bull. That's the that's the players in a hot wife scenario. There's the hus there's the cuck or the stag. There's the bull, which would be his friend, and then there's the hot wife, which would be his girlfriend. And let me tell you, let, go listen to some of my bull episodes. Those are some of the funniest effing stories ever because they talk about all the requests that they get from the husbands, and it's pretty funny sometimes. But anyway, on to the next confession. Hi, Kathy. My name is John, and I'm 47 years old. And when I was in my early 20s, I can't really tell the story. That's kind of embarrassing. But I use it a lot still today to masturbate to. But when I was in my early 20s, I used to go to a lot of adult bookstores and adult theaters. And I went to one in the Midwest early morning, and it was pretty quiet in there. And then actually a couple came in, an older couple. They're probably in their older 50s. And she actually was just smoking. She had a tight little body on her. She was super hot. And they were just kind of hanging out in there. And I was kind of doing my thing, jerking a little bit. And they asked if they could come over, and I said, sure. And she came over and started giving me a hand job, sucking me off a little bit, playing with my balls. And it was really hot. I got caught up in the moment. She wanted to know if I wanted to fuck her. I said, sure. But she wanted to see her husband fuck my dick a little bit. And so I said, sure. So that was the first time I ever had a guy blow me. And, well, I felt pretty good. But she was totally into it 
and he did that for a little bit, and they kind of switched off and on, and then she got on me, and I mean, she was, I mean, I don't know, five foot two, five foot three, maybe, I don't know, 110, 115 pounds, super nice body, she was hot, type of laugh, and she rolled me hard, and a couple of different times she got off me and made her husband suck my dick, get her pussy juice off of it, and it was hot, and... A couple of times when she was blow, when he was blowing me, she would bend over and I'd be licking her ass. And a couple of times, she and he both licked my ass a little bit. Never done anything like that before. And ever since that time, now like I said, I'm in my 40s. I feel just like petite older woman. Women, they just give it to me every time. And I guess that's my story. And I appreciate this forum and. Talk to you later. What a naughty story, right? I mean, listen, if you go to an adult bookstore, most likely you're going to come out with a naughty story. (laughs) I remember a long time ago, I was with some dude that I was banging at the time. And this is when 42nd Street was still 42nd Street. Like in New York City, where Disney is, it used to be uh, Porn Central. X-rated, 42nd Street was like nothing you would ever imagine if you don't know about it and you've only been to New York recently. Disney took it over, cleaned it up, but before that it was like just a bunch of porn shops and adult bookstores and all that kind of good stuff. I had a guy take me one night drunk to a peep show place or some place where we wound up in a booth watching some porn and no dicks came in I don't think that there was glory holes going on or I don't know I mean maybe there were I was like so drunk at that time I just remember being like in a booth and there was porn going and then going out and then going into another booth so maybe he was looking for like dicks to come through I don't know because now that I've been doing my show I know a lot more about these places and most of the time These video booths have holes in them. They are glory holes. You're not just going into this little booth to watch porn. You're going in there to watch porn and then see a dick come out the other side. (laughs) But anyway, let's get back to this guy. This is when he was really young. He used to go by himself. I give him credit. I've heard of a lot of uh, stories with these young guys going there. I, I think that takes balls in your early 20s to be going to adult bookstores. I don't know many guys that would, I think, do that. Or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. You tell me in the comment section but this guy goes when he's young and the fact that he wound up hooking up with a couple I think it isn't like crazy because if there's gonna be someone that a couple winds up picking up it's gonna be the young hot 20 something year old right (laughs) because what's the other demographic that's there probably a lot of way older people uh, because like I said, I just think that a lot of young people don't wind up doing that. I think that that's more of an older guy thing or an older couples thing. So this couple was there. Uh, he was probably like the hot piece of ass in the place, <laughs> but apparently they were hot too. I mean, didn't he say she was like super hot? I can't believe he went all the way with the guy too. I mean, these are the kinds of things that go down. I wonder if that changed him to be into guys moving forward. I wonder if it was like a one-time thing. I do always, when I hear these confessions, wind up having a million questions myself because I don't really get the whole story. Did he wind up hooking up with other couples again? Probably not, or he would have said it. But I wonder if the the guy that in his 20s that was like going to adult bookstores and had the the nerve and the desire to go do that. Is he, could he be living a totally vanilla life as an older person? I would think not, but maybe, maybe, yeah, because he 
let it all out and lived his life when he was like younger, going to the adult bookstores. I remember he did say that he was really into older women now. And that would make sense because he would have got wired that way. I mean, he was having the super charged, super hot, illicit sexual experience that involved a really hot older woman, I would think that would wire a guy in his 20s to be into older women. I think that's so obvious. Some people would be like, oh, you don't get hardwired for anything. Some people don't believe in psychology for in any way, shape or form. But I think it makes sense that he's really into older chicks because of that experience. Things like that definitely wire you. I think you could wire yourself into being interested and very turned on by a lot of different things depending on your first memories or times where things were supercharged. The craziest weird wiring I had on my show was a girl. She happened to have made it into the trailer of my podcast. It was a girl who called into my show and her confession was, and the thing that she wanted to talk about was that she had a thing where she could only get off like watching women farting like that was like a thing it couldn't be men it had to be women and she had to be watching it and it was like a weird thing and if you listen to the whole episode it was definitely like she stumbled upon something got turned on by it and then kept going back for more and then wired herself into it and then couldn't unwire herself. Like it was the only thing that could get her off. And it was like a real problem for her actually. And the crazy thing about that was I think I gave her some advice of how to like unwire herself because as much as you could wire yourself into something like smoking cigarettes, you get addicted to it. That's like you're wiring yourself to like it because nobody smokes cigarettes at first and like, oh my God, this is so delicious. It's disgusting the first time you smoke, right? But then you keep smoking and smoking and then you create this thing in your brain where you have to smoke all the time in order to stop smoking, in order to stop being turned on by whatever you're turned on by because you wired yourself. You could unwire yourself and the way you unwire yourself is you starve that wire of whatever it is that fed it and created it to begin with. So if it's cigarettes, you stop fucking smoking. I quit years ago, so I know how hard it is <laughs> to quit smoking, but you got to starve it. That's how you unwire yourself. Uh, I don't know how we got so far away from his confession. Oh yeah, well, he was wired by older chicks. But anyway, on to the next confession. Hi, Kathy. My ex and I had an arrangement that your listeners might find interesting. This was you know, a few years ago, and she repped for a line of lingerie products and was advertising, promoting on Craigslist back when that was still a thing. And she'd limited the invitation, cut off 10 guys. So 10 showed up, fine. And if only seven showed up, that was fine, too. And I, instead of being there in the capacity as husband, I pretended to be one of the potential buyers, uh, a customer, client, and she had the catalog and she had the various lingerie items, shorties and teddies and stockings and panties and you name it, and she would kind of let the the guys that showed up tell her what they wanted to see her modeling, and she would do that. She'd strip off and put on the the garment that they had selected and kind of parade around. And then part of her sales pitch was to invite them to feel the fabric, see how, you know, soft and, and, and silky it is. And so she'd go over and she'd let them feel the material of whatever she was wearing. 
And, of course, they didn't stop at that. They would start fingering her, touching her breast or touching her pussy. And from that point, if she, some of these guys would just automatically unzip and start taking out their junk. And if she was interested in what she saw, she'd go down on them. And then so then the other guy would get the idea of the guy next to him, and he'd unzip and pull out his junk, and she'd go down on him. That was mostly it, limited to sucking these guys off and selling them lingerie. And, of course, the blowjob certainly didn't hurt her sales. And occasionally she was really into the guy or he had a really big cock or whatever. She would let him fuck her in front of all these other guys. And I was kind of there to keep it from getting out of hand. If she didn't want to fuck somebody and they were trying to persist, I'd have to ask them to leave, escort them to the door. But anyway, it was it was great while it lasted. We were together for, oh, probably, well, married for 12 years, but she only did the lingerie thing for the last three of the marriage. But it was great. Every Friday night, and sometimes it was the same guys, and sometimes they'd bring friends of theirs, and word got around, and I don't know how many guys she had sucked off before we split up, but <laughs> a goodly, goodly, goodly number. All right, bye. Sorry, but these aren't lingerie shows. These are gangbangs. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? This is like an undercover gangbang. I know these started off as some sort of promotion to actually sell real lingerie. She was smart to go onto Craigslist and do this, but the fact that she put the lingerie on in front of these guys and then started hooking them up. I mean, she must have been the number one <laughs> sales girl in the company, right? <laughs> I mean, do you think the company told them to do that? Do you think that she was just very entrepreneurial in her brain and was like, how am I going to sell this shit? Oh, I'm not going to sell it to women. I mean, typically if you're selling lingerie, you sell it to women and then they buy it and then they go home and wear it for their guys. This woman was marketing it to men. <laughs> so I don't know. It sounds like an undercover, like gang bang situation going on here. Was she really selling lingerie? Or maybe she just told her husband she was and was setting up all these guys and doing what she wanted uh, in front of him. <laughs> under the ruse that she was selling lingerie. I mean, she must have, but it's just interesting that she thought, oh, I'm going to sell it and I'm going to go onto Craigslist and wear it in front of men. I don't know. It just seems like backwards, but smart. Did the guys buy? I wonder. Did she sell a lot? Did the guys buy or do they just get blowjobs? I mean, this is a very naughty thing. Things like this, though, I'm telling you, did go down on Craigslist. This is what Craigslist was made for. These kinds of crazy scenarios. This is how my show became my show. Like, I didn't know where I was going to post ads to get guests for my show. I posted them in Craigslist personal section because it was free and I was cheap at the time. And then I got all these people emailing me with all these crazy stories, stories just like this. This is the kind of shit that Craigslist made happen. Now, I think that this kind of shit is going down now on my Discord. My Discord is becoming like a Craigslist, but I don't know that there really is a place like Craigslist anymore that a woman like this could go on and say, hey, I'm putting on a lingerie show come buy some lingerie, quote unquote. Like these guys obviously knew what was going down. I think it was like an undercover 
thing, but I don't know. It's a little confusing what the intentions were. Like, did she really at first think she was just going to put on a lingerie show and then she got horny in front of these guys and then she started blowing them? I think she had to intentionally think, oh, I'm going to put on a lingerie for guys and it'll turn into more and somehow I'll make a lot of money doing this. It's kind of like uh, that that had to be the intention because... <laughs> If not, she would have been advertising a lingerie show for women. But anyway, the, now that Craigslist doesn't exist, I don't know where this girl would have went to do her thing. And I don't know where guys who are listening to this who are like, wow, I would have loved to gone to that lingerie show. <laughs> I don't know where you'd find that kind of situation anymore. Craigslist doesn't exist. So these things don't go down as much. But anyway, on to the next confession. I don't know. It just seems like a crazy scenario, but that's what Craigslist was about. Anyway, on to the next confession. So have you ever been a teacher and had a parent in your classroom that was really, really hot? I had that situation a few years ago. He was the father, the single father of triplets in my classroom. And for a brief, I don't know, six months or so, we had ourselves quite a lot of fun. Our very first encounter, shall I say, together, he told me earlier in the day that by the end of the evening, he would have me begging on my knees with my hands behind my back. He, he didn't disappoint. The evening started with me giving him a massage, which then led to him tying me to some restraints that he had hidden in a drop ceiling in his basement. Mind you, we'd only been talking to each other personally for about three days, so this was quite the thing to discover. He told me at one point that whatever I did, I couldn't take the Benoit balls out of me after he shoved them inside me. He didn't really communicate that well with me when he was done wanting me to keep them in because when he started to fish inside me, I thought that was my cue to keep it tighter. Until he was really fishing in there and he was like, I can't get them out. And I started to panic and I couldn't get them out either. So I pushed and I pushed and I couldn't get them out. Well, he, he more or less had to fist me to get them out. It felt amazing until I happened to look down because I felt some moisture or some wetness between my legs. And no, I wasn't wet. I was bleeding. Yeah, to this day, I actually still have a tiny scar on the inside of me. I'm really glad the blood was caught on a yoga mat. And yeah, we had so many other fun stories together, but that was that was our first encounter. That was when we continued talking after that, we knew that we we were a connection to be to be kept for a while. We've since moved on in our lives, but we still stay in contact. Yeah, thank thank you for the show and thank you for the opportunity to share this. Have a great day. Bye. So listen, this girl, she has called in and told this story on an episode. I'll put that her episode in the description. She's called in more than once. She is in an open relationship. She has a side guy. That's what she's called in to talk about. But this was her confession where she confessed that she slept with this triplet's dad. It's kind of like a fisting gone wrong story. <laughs> Poor thing. 
She did say it felt good. Most girls, I've had a lot of girls on recently that talk about being fisted, as well as one guy on recently who got double fisted the first time he had an affair with his neighbor. Double fisted. <laughs> it turns out that she, it was always her fantasy to fist someone. And then I talked to another girl who was a lesbian. And when she hooked up with one of my other callers named Ashley, Ashley fisted her and she had never been fisted before and she loved it. And then I had two other girls that talked about it recently. I don't know. I just keep hearing about fisting lately. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is most women can't say it without laughing. Uh, for some reason. It seems like a pretty hardcore thing, but I feel like when it comes to women, their hands are so small. But in this situation, he made her bleed. It's kind of crazy. But what's even more crazy is that she slept with her student's dad. That is a super naughty situation. It sounds kind of hot. She wasn't doing anything wrong, I don't think. It's not like she slept with a student. That's fucked up, and that's you can't do. This is a student's dad. I wonder how many teachers out there have been attracted to their students' parents, whether it's the wife or the husband. I never thought about that. I've never been a teacher. We just started out like, have you ever been a teacher and got attracted to teachers? No, that's never happened. But I'm sure she's not the first teacher that was attracted, but maybe she's one of the few that actually sealed the deal. Like there you are attracted to the father but how did you wind up at his house being fisted by him and having all that fun and having a little affair with him <laughs> because if you think about it I'm a parent I talk to my son's teachers I go in for a parent conference meeting we email about things related to our children I guess maybe that's how it could happen like via email it must have happened via email because I don't know how you take it from like a teacher's conference uh, or a class function because all the other parents are around and other teachers helpers are there like I don't know how you take this relationship and turn it into a sexual one I'm assuming it was via email it's a hot story it's kind of like a porn right the teacher sleeping with the student's dad I don't know <laughs> but anyway she did call in like I said she leads an interesting life she's got the open relationship with her boyfriend and the last time she called in she had this really super weird twisted relationship with a side guy her side guy that she's allowed to see, she's got a free pass from her guy to hook up with other guys. And she's got this side guy that is really interesting and complicated and hard to figure out. And it's a really funny, interesting episode. I will put her episodes in the description because she does have other stories besides this hot one. Anyway, next confession. So back when I was in my 20s, my mother married this guy and he had another brother and with another wife. And uh, I ended up hooking up with my cousin, not by blood. And there's no blood between us. Her mother and my mother are married to two brothers. That's the only relationship that connects us as cousins. We're like step cousins or cousins-in-law, however you put that. So one day she comes over and she visits and we get to talking and she goes, she asks me, she goes, how old are you? And I told her that I'm like 22 or 23 at the time. And she goes, really? And I was like, yeah. She goes, you're only two years older than me. And I was like, what is that? What's the big deal about that? Why, why are you like freaking out about that? She goes, it was my mom. My mom was telling me that I need to stay, stay the hell away from you because you're like a lot older than me. And pretty much her mom thought I was attractive and was basically trying to keep her daughter away from me. And um, so she goes, you know what? I always, always think you were so hot and so hot. 
and oh, I always wanted to just kiss you. I was like, I can give you a kiss. And we went to my bedroom, and I gave her a really passionate kiss, and things got really heated up, and we ended up screwing. And at the time, I had hit a hard, hit a rough spot financially, and I ended up moving back in with my parents for a few months. And this happened while I was back in my parents' house. And so I banged her really good, and it was time for her to leave and she left and my stepdad saw her leave and apparently heard us fucking and was not happy that I just banged his knees. Anyway, he ended up getting over it, but we hooked up book three more times. And one of the times we stopped messing around because she ended up getting married. And one night she calls me up and says, Hey, there's kind of like a dude, but one of my neighbors is kind of creeping me out. Can you, you come spend the night? And I was like, okay, yeah, not a big deal. And so I go over to go spend the night, and she makes a pass at me, and I just, I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed having sex with her, and I, and I, I went ahead and screwed her that night, and went back and slept on the couch, and her husband come home and woke me up, and. I ended up leaving for the night, and never, nothing ever happened again after that. And I don't know, like a year or two later, come to find out that her and her husband had split up. And I asked, well, what, what happened with that? And apparently some dude out of freaking nowhere came up to her husband and said, hey, I fucked your old lady last night on your couch. How about you flip your couch cushion over? And apparently he had fucked her and left a big old cum stain on her couch. And his solution to it was to flip the, ca- the, the couch cushion over. So he went home and, and flipped his couch cover over and, and basically just saw his wife's sex stain with some freaking dude. And that pretty much ended that marriage. But I hope you enjoyed my little hookup story. If I've got any more for you that I remember that might pique your interest, I'll share them with you. Oh, my God. Listen, you know, the truth is... A lot of people like these kinds of stories because it's quote unquote incest stories, but it's not really because it's not his cousin by blood. And the f- truth is with cousins, there's plenty of countries where people marry cousins all the time, sleep with cousins. In my father's country, they marry cousins off all the time. One of my cousins is married to her first cousin and they have babies and that's just the way that it rolls. <laughs> so I don't know that this is considered that kind of a story in most places, but it is in America and people are so horny for these kinds of stories for some reason. You know, I have a story about a guy who fucked his stepmom. Mark fucked his stepmom, I think it was. That was like one of the most downloaded episodes. People like download anything that has, he had sex with his cousin, like this guy. But let's talk about this guy because the first thing that stood out to me, and I don't know if anyone else caught it, but this is the way my mind thinks. Like he was like, oh, you know, She asked me how old I was, and then she told me that her mom said to stay away from him, and he's like, oh, yeah, the mom knew I was good-looking, and so she wanted to keep her away. (laughs) It's interesting that he assumed that, right? Because there could be a million reasons why the mom said stay away from him. Maybe she thought her daughter was really attractive, and she knew he would try to hit on her, but it's interesting that the only thing he sees in that situation that would make the mom tell her to stay away from him is because she thought he was attractive. <laughs> I think he's a little full of himself because 
I don't necessarily think that the mom was like, oh, he's so hot. I got to keep her away. I think she was thinking, oh, I have a girl. I know how guys are. They'll fuck anything with a hole and they're close in age. So I got to keep my young daughter away from this guy because you know how young guys are. They're horny, horny. (laughs) But I love that he thinks it's because the mom thought he was attractive. (laughs) I don't know if anyone else caught that, but that's the thing that stood out the most to me in this situation. Listen, they wound up becoming cousins way later in life. They weren't blood cousins, but I think, I know that when I posted this episode on my Patreon, a lot of people were like, oh, that's hot. <laughs> the fact that he went over to her house and that one night while she was married and fucked him, we all knew that she was like fucking other guys too. She's obviously a cheater. And that's what got her busted and divorced later on in life. But I have had a bunch of people on my show who have fucked their cousins He's not the first one. I have had a lot of fact or fiction people on who have said that they've fucked someone in their family. And one was a guy who said he fucked his aunt. Oh my God, I got to repost that as a, a, a fact or fiction episode, a new one, because most people probably wouldn't have gone back and listened to it. It was so many years ago. The guy was claiming that he fucked his aunt and it was such a lie. And I caught him in the middle of uh, the episode lying through this tactic that I did. And he didn't know what to do when I caught him. And in the middle of the call, he also got pulled over by the cops and got a ticket. It was a very interesting episode. But I think my whole point of saying that that guy called in with the fact or fiction episode is the reason why people are lying about it is because they want these things to happen. People are into these naughty kind of I fucked my aunt, I fucked my cousin kind of situations. It is a thing. I think Vincent's telling the truth in this one, though. So anyway, let's get to the next confession. Oh, hey, Kathy Franklin. I have a curious kink that your listeners might find interesting. I seek out guys on Grinder that are looking to get blown and arrange to meet up with them. And there's nothing particularly unusual or kinky or interesting about that. But here's the twist. While I'm sucking them off, I hand them my cell phone and ask them to take some pictures of me blowing them and them coming on my face or in my mouth or whatever. And then when I get home, I offer to share those photos with artists that I follow on Instagram that I know create erotic art, male erotic, from reference photos. And always tell them if if you decide to use the the reference photo for your artwork, feel free to tag me. Feel free to post the original photograph along with your artwork. And then some of these artists actually offer their work for sale, which is a huge turn on thinking, oh, my God, somebody's going to buy a painting or a drawing or a sketch or a digital art creation of me sucking cock and hanging on the wall in their home or their office or whatever. It's just awesome. And I don't think I've ever heard of any of your guests or callers with a similar kink to that. So I just wanted to share that with you. And it's actually Sunday morning where I'm living, and I'm actually hoping to find somebody I can blow this morning and get them to take a few photographs of me with their cock in my mouth. So have a good day. Bye. 
Oh my God. Well, most people are getting ready to go to church or the temple or wherever on Sunday. He's, you know, hoping to suck some dick. <laughs> He's going on grinder. This is like a news flash to straight guys out there. Okay. And I tell my straight guys this all the time. Like you should just be gay or be open to guy on guy action. Because if you were, <laughs> you would get action way more. Then you're getting it now, okay? Because girls just are not going to meet you in a parking lot and blow you and let you take pictures and shit like that. Most people aren't like hooking up like that with girls. <laughs> but so many guys are blowing guys in this kind of scenario. I hear it all the time. I have a whole confessions coming out soon, which is just like guy on guy secret stories. That's another confession. This didn't make it on that because this is like a crazy hookup because he takes it to another level. He is going there and he is blowing the guys. But then what he's really getting off on besides, I think, blowing guys is the fact that he is putting those situations out there on public display. There's a little bit of an exhibitionist in him. I will say, though, back to the whole thing of like being blown. Most guys that are into guy on guy action secretly, they always want to do the pleasing. There are so many guys out there that want to suck a dick, but it's very hard to find the guy that wants his dick sucked. Most of those guys that are going online and having secret action, they want to suck the dick. So I think if a lot more straight guys would just like close their eyes and take one for the team... <laughs> there'd be uh, more of these blowjobs going down because I think there's a disproportionate amount of guys that want to do the sucking and not a lot of guys that want to get sucked off in that world. Listen, most guys love a blowjob. That's why I tell my straight friends, like, open yourself up to that other half of the population because they're just like you. You could meet them on Grindr, you could meet in a car, you could blow them and you could not even know their name and never see them again and they're not going to be texting you and they're not going to care if you ever fucking talk to them again. That's just the way guys are. They're just like you. Uh, I think gay, that's why gay men are happier. But anyway, back to this guy. I think it's interesting that he loves the pictures. Like I said, I think that that's an exhibitionist thing in him because he says tag him on Instagram. He must have a secret Instagram account. I don't know. Because uh, he's obviously not tagging his vanilla account on Instagram to these pictures of him with cocks in his mouth. <laughs> I've never seen these kind of Instagram accounts where it's like guy and guy action, but done in art. But the real things, that must be like a hot take. That's a smart kind of niche thing to do. I'm sure there's a lot of guys buying it, but I got to tell this guy that called in and confessed, like, nobody's putting this shit up in their office, okay? <laughs> I mean, nobody's putting up that kind of artwork unless they're like really open so not sure if he's making it up on anybody's wall but he's definitely being seen by other people and that's apparently what he gets off on besides blowing guys which is a big thing and like I said there's a lot of guys that want to blow guys and those same guys that want to blow guys don't necessarily want to be blown. That's where like the disproportionate thing happens. There's just so many guys that want to blow guys and not enough dicks around. <laughs> so if you're straight, there's your opportunity. Tap into that market anyway. <laughs> Next confession. So I'm a CEO of a very large company. I am very proper at work, but in the evening I am a crazy sweet. So I actually have a boyfriend, but he has been gone. And so I decided for the first time ever to try two guys, two very handsome black men over to my house. And we had a threesome. It was good. There was one that was really good. 
long story short, about three weeks later, he found my number through his friend. And we have been having amazing, crazy seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven orgasms. And the craziest thing is, I don't even know his name, but it's been so good. I don't even want to know. He comes, I come many times, and then he leaves. Wow. <laughs> How many people work for this woman and would have no idea? that she's not only cheating on her boyfriend with multiple guys and having threesomes with two guys, she's living this total crazy secret life. Uh, I think that's what my show is here to say. There's more people doing these kind of crazy things and doing a lot of stuff behind closed doors than you could ever imagine. I have someone named Gangbang Betty who's been on my show, and she's always like, I just look like a soccer mom, yet she's having gangbangs with people. This conservative CEO by day, naughty by night. I'm sure no one in her office would think that she's cheating on her boyfriend behind his back with two black guys and then having another black guy come over to her house and fuck her millions of times without even knowing her name and getting off on the fact that he doesn't, she doesn't know his name. <laughs> Or he, I don't know if he knows her name. Probably, he probably doesn't know her name either. She's just a naughty slut. And I think sometimes that could be super hot. On top of it, it's cheating. And we all know that the cheating sex adds to it. So she's just having a good old time. And it's probably like a real good way for her to release all that stress that she has managing all those people. It's interesting though because she is leading a kind of a double life and I feel like that sometimes could be exhausting so I don't know how she's juggling it all but I feel like most CEOs they thrive juggling a million things right that's just the way she rolls so I think that it's probably just in line with her personality. I do wonder if the guys know who she is. I think if they knew that she was like a CEO and had a boyfriend, they'd probably be even more into it. I have a feeling she probably doesn't talk much to these guys. She's just doing her thing. They're banging around and she's like, see you later. But I really think if she put it on the table that she was the CEO and she was cheating, it would be even better. I did try to get her on my show, but she didn't want to come in. That's what the confessions line is all about. Certain people just want to leave their confession. They don't want to do a whole hour. If you want to leave your confession because you have something naughty that you're doing, but you don't want to call in and do a whole episode, feel free to call my confessions hotline at any time. Make sure you're in a quiet place. You have four minutes to leave a message. You could always call back and leave more of a message. The number is 347 420 That's 347-420-3579. Thanks for tuning in. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous pics 
of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.